1: The person who creates a team as a founder or just like creates a friend in the company around yourself you really need to trust them and this is 70% of success My name is Espri Devora, host of the Women in
0: Tech show. The show means a lot to me the reason why I wanted to create the Women in Tech show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content something where people can listen and say if she can do it so can I Hi, I'm Liana,
2: I was born in Romania and in 2018 I have moved to uh, Switzerland. I'm a software engineer since 2007 and uh, recently I started teaching children coding and I wrote a book to guide children to create a diagram of a story similar to the diagram of an algorithm. I launched my book on uh, Kickstarter. Believe in yourself, be innovative and create value with your mind. My social channel. There is my Facebook page uh, for the book I have written coding the story and you can also find me on uh, my website codingastory.com Thank you
0: If you too want to connect and collaborate with more incredible women in tech remember you can go to the women in tech Facebook group at women in tech vip.com that's women in tech vip.com we would not be able to support and celebrate women in tech around the world if it weren't for you. Thank you so much for being a listener and a fan of the show. To contribute and donate, simply go to womenintech.fm on the upper right hand side and click donate, which empowers us to continue celebrating women in tech around the world. Thank you for being a part of our journey.
3: Command Line Heroes is an original, highly produced, award-winning podcast about the people who transform technology from the command line up, presented by Red Hat. And this is not a technical show. This is a show anyone can enjoy, featuring experts from across the industry. Season four is airing now, so subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and stick around to the end of the show to hear a sneak preview of the brand new season.
0: Lately, I've been thinking about what is meaningful connection? What is true friendship? When do I feel seen and loved? And for me, it's been the state of curiosity when my friends are curious about my life, when they check in for no reason at all just to see how I am and genuinely just want to know how I am. And it's not like people reaching out for business contacts or wanting something in return, but like a true air of curiosity and and listening. And a friend of mine, uh, Jacob says, true communication is listening. And he's right. And I've heard that many times before. And it's something that I definitely want to get better at myself. But it's interesting, the more energy I put into cultivating becoming curious, and the more that I'm receptive to people being curious about me and me sharing in an open, vulnerable manner. It creates a a depth to our relationship and rapport. It's really it's really kind of magical. Anyway, share with me. Reach out on um social or email or wherever it's comfortable for you. At Esprit Devora, what do you feel about creating meaningful connection? What happens for you at the core? Like what what is a common theme you've noticed where you feel really connected to someone else? I enjoyed the episode. the Women in Tech Podcast, celebrating women in tech around the world. So excited to be here in the Ukraine. Yes, from Kazakhstan to the Ukraine, I get to celebrate a wonderful Women in Tech with you as our next guest. Welcome to the show. Hey. So Eugenia had the cool opportunity to see the Women in Tech Podcast perform live on stage when we got to feature Laura, and now we are sitting in her car in the Ukraine, getting to feature you. And so go ahead, Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do.
1: So thank you for having me. Sure. I'm Eugenia, and I'm doing events. I'm event manager at Seed Stars. so I'm bringing people to celebrate tech in uh, Kazakhstan, for example, or Switzerland, or Ukraine. This is what I do.
0: And SeedStars focuses specifically on emerging markets around the world exactly. and um, connects tech companies and startups to investors to help grow the local ecosystems. Am I right? Yeah,
1: that's very true.
0: And so how long have you worked with SeedStars? It's been a one year and three months. Tell us about your day to day. What does your role typically entail?
1: Oh, this is a very good question. I work remotely, so it's just like emails and calls in a practical way. But generally what I do is just like creative stuff. You just put the main stage together. You invite people. You recruit speakers, mentors. You talk to startups so you can match a proper uh, investors and mentors with startups. And, yeah, like a lot of communication mainly. And um, then some proper stuff like checking the venue and, yeah.
0: And it's seedstars.com, so if you guys want to check it out, while you're listening, it's S E E D S T A R S dot com. And so, when did you first recognize that you had an interest in technology and startup life? Were you a kid or was this later on? I know in the Ukraine, the country didn't even experience
1: independence till what 20, yeah, 20 I mean, 25 years ago. 1991, it's yeah, gained the independence. It happened to me with my previous job. I worked in the historical fund and we were doing the memorial for Holocaust victims and at certain point i realized this is like super good that you are giving an honor to people who really like stand something in life and you want to build a memorial but at the same time you're all the time in past so i wanted to do something new something innovative like to be on the up to date with everything that is happening around so it's like okay why not to check the startups and like what they're doing because they live the life today and uh, it was super interesting for me so i got into events and dealing with them from day to day
0: and how did you find seed stars in particular because i did- Discovered seed Stars from you. So how did you? How did Seedstars enter your awareness?
1: Well, practically, I found it in LinkedIn, just like randomly searching for a job. Uh, but what they do, like how the our mission is to impact people's lives in emerging markets through technology and entrepreneurship. So we put entrepreneurs on the like on the spotlight on the first uh, let's say page everywhere. And this is so amazing for me. We are like myself, not even the company, but I can say from on behalf of myself, is that we are. Support- supporting uh, entrepreneurs and really giving them the opportunities all around the world.
0: Let's share with everyone a little example of what a startup that you've supported their impact has had on a local community. I saw so many in in your profile video at the Kazakhstan event. Um, Let's share one of the stories of the kind of companies that you support.
1: One of them, yeah, we have a lot of winners uh, who are like doing, like mainly I would say probably it's African startups that I picture in my, I don't know, imagination what they do. For example, one company in Africa, the woman founder created a. uh, app for women to share their diseases like virtually so because it's super embarrassing for them to go to the doctor like in Africa I don't know it's super like inappropriate for them to do and she created this app so can they can share and get the proper advice from the doctor sounds like very basic now but it's really created an impact on women in um, in Africa at that time so yeah when I hear these stories it's really like drives me that I do something really good in, in life.
0: I mean that's me. what is a huge obstacle that
1: you've successfully overcome and how did you overcome it maybe for me it was difficult to work remotely to be honest mm. because i was all the time at home you're like enclosed on the 19th floor with your laptop not seeing people around because i'm too like into people i like communication i was in the university at school doing some different activities but then you are like in your place all, all the day long and it was so difficult and i really had to overcome it and um, from certain point people say it's like super easy to work from home like super nice, you can be do whatever you want, but no, it's really draining when you don't have people around. But I somehow, I don't know, I was calling my team all the time to try to be with them at least, like create this virtually atmosphere of friendship with everyone. And yeah, this was like a real obstacle in in this work for me.
0: And what is one of the best pieces of advice you've gotten that's helped you accelerate
1: forward? I actually released my article soon about like seven advice what I have. But um, in general, probably this again, people and the team, this is like the person who creates a team as a founder or just like creates a friend in the company around yourself you really need to trust them and this is 70% of success when you have um, proper people around you your work will be way better not because you're asked for advice or something but you just feel the support even on the mental level this number one and number two the advice that I also try to follow all the time it's uh, try not to stress even if Mm. you feel stressful like people should understand that you are not stressful around you like when you're an event manager you have a lot of stressful situation but people around should not see you stressful you don't need to scream yeah. or something like that
0: i think you're so right i i produce a lot of events as well as you know and i have not been as great about that like you could see in my eyes if something is just freaking me out or my my how i'm holding my face um and i think you're right that i think part of creating an experience for others is keeping it cool yeah, exactly. I definitely need to get better at that. You said you had an article where you shared your insights. Where can we find your articles?
1: Uh, it's on the Seed Stars website, seedstars.com. Uh, we have the magazine part, like the blog, and you can see there on in my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> where, where can we find your Instagram? Uh, it's Eugenia, E U G E N I A, then underscore, underscore, and S H.
0: And so, what are the opportunities that you have here in the Ukraine? What do would you like people to know about the Ukraine where you'd like to see the Ukraine ecosystem to go in the next five years
1: Ukraine is actually developing very fastly because uh, after the revolution that we had in 2013 people started to think differently you can see like how the city is changing how like people's minds are changing I mean it's unbelievable and we created like our own Silicon Valley here which is called Unit City and they are they're doing a great job they're like having a school and coding schools and Just like, um, I don't know, gathering the startups together. And this is amazing. But what I see like a small disadvantage probably in our ecosystem is that people should be more open. Like, for example, it's difficult for startup like a founder who just starting their job to uh, approach CEO of the company and they are just not open I don't know maybe it's a Soviet mind or something like that yeah. when it's it's been like really closed and they consider themselves super high authorities but they really need to be more open so they share the knowledge share everything they've got and what they experienced so yeah but again um, it's developing in a very good like I don't know direction and very uh, very fastly
0: what excites you most like if you can wave your your magic wand and have anything right now to help propel you in your career, what would that be?
2: In the world of modern technology, we open our laptops, scroll endlessly on our smartphones, send tons of data to the cloud, and we don't think twice about it. But... Have you ever wondered how we got to now with our personal devices? What it took were teams of engineers and programmers who had the vision and audacity to build new machines. I'm Saran Barak. Join me for an incredible new season of the podcast. And keep on coding.
3: Season four is airing now. Subscribe to Command Line Heroes today, wherever you get your podcasts.
0: What excites you most? Like, if you could wave your magic wand and have anything right now to help propel you
1: in your career, what would that be? Probably public speaking. Really? This is, yeah, this is what I like. and really? I really? Yeah, I really want to deep dive in that more uh, because I'm like kind of know how to do events now. So my next step is to write scripts for the main stage speaker or like to also present myself. So, yeah, I really want to do public speaking. I read a lot of articles and books, but almost Everyone is saying that you need to have your own style. It's so difficult to learn how to do it. You can get some like tips, how to present yourself. But at the same time, you need to have a charm or what say, like to present. Yeah. But this is what I, I really would love to, to do and to be and um, yeah, improve myself in this.
0: Do you want to hear how I trained myself? Yeah. Okay. So, And the best piece of advice I've ever gotten on how to speak, my friend Mark Heamy, and I always butcher his last name, he developed actually the YouTube play button um, Mm -hmm. on the YouTube player. He said, people don't remember what you say. They remember how you made them feel. Yeah, I thought I so. always think that that's really great because I get worried I'm going to sound stupid or say something wrong. No, I don't know. So so I always remind myself to bring the energy, you know, how you do at events. how You keep it. Yeah. I always remind myself just like bring the positivity, bring the energy. I taught myself how to speak, but I knew I wanted to be a speaker. My mom is one of the most phenomenal speakers in the world. So I saw that she, um, the kind of like rapport and engagement she had with the audience. And I knew that that was important, but you can't just like do it. And so I signed up to be a part-time teacher Mm -hmm. for uh, uh, this um, media training class. And I would have these small classes of maybe like, I don't know, 15 to 30 people. And I would teach them. Something, And in it, I was practicing how to speak because it would be like three hour workshops or something. Right. And so I would be practicing with how do I engage with them? What kind of questions do I ask? When do I ask? How do I say? When do they look bored? When am I running out of energy? And I did that, I think, for uh, at least a year and it so you have you ever heard this in LA we have a thing where people say uh, if you're an actor you're in a bunch of movies that no one pays attention to in order to Mm -hmm. become a good actor until you're in the movies that actually matter so I feel like I did a whole bunch of speaking engagements that where no one was paying attention to me so I could practice and curate what my speaking style was and what kind of speaker I wanted to be even what topics I liked I would speak on different topics all the time to see what felt right for me and then now I mean as you know I'm in Kazakhstan you know yeah, like yeah, yeah. this
1: is super yeah. cool and what I also got like from your speech like exactly about like what you said but at the same time when you are presenting or you are teaching people you learn more than you would just learn yourself or yeah. go to the courses when you have to present to others to explain you know, learn it better than you just take a book. oh or, like, totally study.
0: oh totally there's nothing like actually doing something with everything in life yeah, yeah. execution is what success is not yeah. thinking about it <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or <true>. reading about <laughs> it. Um there's so much more that you know, I wish everybody listening could digest even just about the Ukraine and about the startup ecosystem, but I want to make sure to like keep the story focused on you. So, in evolving into your role that you do now and in meeting the startups that you do, what do you notice is a, a common thing amongst all the tech companies and startups that you wish they would understand sooner that you see leads them to success? Because with Seed Stars, they, they're able to meet with investors and, yeah. and raise money. So, what do you think those winning teams
1: have in common? Well, this is a very, Good question. I think first of all, it's a team, and I will not stop com- uh, like uh, repeating that because if the team is stable and people are dedicated to their work and they're not just doing it part time, but they're involved like from day to day and every hour and thinking about their their mission and the startup they're doing. This is number one, one hundred percent. And they the ones who were like super dedicated, they're getting money and funds, and uh, yeah, this is um, number one. Number two, probably. Well, it's basically like product market fit. If you were gonna say yeah, it. yeah because some people. People are so into their business, so they don't really think if people actually need it. And it's such a like simple mistake. It's so simple. You can read in every page of the business uh, magazine or book, but some people really don't understand it. And they're so into their business and just like out of uh, clue. But also startups are super busy and sometimes it's so difficult to work with them because they never respond or they never do what you ask them to do. And I understand that because I'm busy as they are. So and uh, unfortunately, this being super busy leads to like fancy word or expression burnout or just people are like super tired and just like... (laughs) throwing everything away and just we are not not doing that anymore and yeah unfortunately this is kind of common pattern now that in my case I would try to avoid or like prevent them to feel that so yeah yeah so I'm trying to be like as mom for them uh-huh. as possible. And yeah, just give them experience of being like a family style and they are not forced to do something. Because I know they have a lot of work apart from from Seed Stars. And yeah, this is kind of it.
0: And are you on LinkedIn too? Yeah. So everybody could look you up on LinkedIn. Can you spell your name sure. for everybody? Yeah.
1: Eugenia. It's E-U-G-E-N-I-A and Shevchenko is S-H-E-V-C-H-E-N-K-O
0: Thank you so much for hanging out with the Women in Tech podcast the last question I like to ask well first is this the first podcast
1: you've been on? Uh, it's a second one. Yes. Yeah, what well, was the first one? Tell me. The first one was about uh, working remotely. Nice. And yeah. But What was the name of the podcast? Um, to be honest, it's not released yet. Okay. It's been a while when I, I did it like several weeks ago. I don't know the name. They should create it probably. But <laughs> yeah. When, when it's done, yeah. But this is the second one. And like Women in Tech is always like, <gasps>
0: <gasps> <laughs> awesome. Thank you. And what is your favorite tech tool, uh, hardware, mobile app?
1: My favorite is Mail Merge.
0: Mail merge. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I just got, okay, you know, Slush in Finland. Oh, slush sure. is like one of the most iconic con- uh, tech conferences in Finland. And I had the blessing of going on their team retreat, so random. So we all went on the team retreat to Iceland, like the Slush team and this cool. random American girl. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, we were sitting waiting to go to one of the activities, and one of the guys taught me Mail Merge. I'm like, what? It's amazing. I don't know. It's
1: like a secret, you know? All of it all It is the a event.
0: secret. Okay, tell everybody what Mail Merge is. And you guys, I have a little like software hack that you could do Mail Merge even easier. But okay, so
1: tell tell everybody what Mail Merge. Yeah, is. so you just create an Excel spreadsheet and you put there all the names. And emails. And if you need to send a personal email, you just create a draft and then press the button Mail Merge, and it creates a personal email for each person, saying like, "Hey Esprit, Hey Eugenia, Hey Nana." You can send it to. One thousand four hundred, like people yeah. at the same time, and you can also put a message like for each person, and it will merge the context and the email. And it's totally, amazing. it's amazing. But it's a secret. Don't tell anyone,
0: please. <laughs> and if it, and if it's too complicated for you, there's a software that Andrew Warner's team endorses called Mailshake. Um, so if I, if you haven't checked out Mailshake again, I have to be real that I've had a Mailshake account and I've I felt like the learning I just. I have mail merge was just easier.
1: It's awesome. And, uh, um, everyone is so surprised. Like, oh, yeah. you send, like, all these emails at night, like, so personalized. Yeah. Oh, my God, are you it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, don't ask. Like, yeah. It's totally. my job.
0: Totally. Mail merge. Yeah. That's a great one. Man, I can't believe somebody hasn't brought that up before. Thank you so much for hanging out with the Women in Tech podcast. Is there anything else that you wanted to share before we wrap no, up? No,
1: I just want to thank you a lot for, for this podcast. Thank and you. And thank you for coming to Ukraine. Yeah. I mean, you guys were
0: sitting in the car in Kiev. We just had an amazing vegan lunch. It was so so good you guys the cake what is it called red velvet cake was just like crazy and I had this like coconut milk latte thing it was just everything was so good the atmosphere they had one of those like uh, grassy walls and everything like Ukraine's a, Kiev's a cool city it's a cool city to come yeah. yeah
1: everyone is welcome like you can text me and yeah I will show you around because Kiev is really good definitely
0: thank you so much for hanging out with the podcast if you want to connect and collaborate with more incredible women in tech around the world remember to go to the women in tech Facebook group which you can find at women in tech takes you straight there women in tech VIP.com takes you straight to the Facebook group Say on social, at Women in Tech Show, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. I will see you guys, talk to you guys, hear you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.
1: This is Eugenia Shevchenko from Seed Stars. I'm Summit Manager. We're influencing people's lives on emerging markets through technology and entrepreneurship. So bringing startups together with investors, mentors, and creating the ecosystem. And you're listening to Women in Tech.
3: I'd like to tell you about an all new season of Command Line Heroes, a podcast presented by Red Hat. No one ever said hardware was easy. In season four, Command Line Heroes is telling seven special stories about people and teams who dared to change the rules of hardware and in the process, changed how we all interact with technology.
2: In the world of modern technology, we open our laptops, scroll endlessly on our smartphones, send tons of data to the cloud, and we don't think twice about it. But Have you ever wondered how we got to now with our personal devices and what it took to get here?
3: There was this blue box on a table and he said, well, here it is. I said, well, what is it? He said, it's a microcomputer.
2: What it took were teams of engineers and programmers who had the vision and audacity to build new machines. These machines, they revolutionized our lives and blew the doors open to what was possible.
3: How many people here had a computer versus how many people intended to get one? Only one or two people actually had them. And they would bring them to the club meeting. What are you going to do with it? And nobody had an answer.
2: The key thing about timesharing was that the computer needed some way of being able to sort of stop its own clock.
3: The uh, creators of the floppy drives are not household names by any means. If it wasn't for that, PCs would have been adopted much more slowly.
2: This January 28th, we launched Season 4 of Command Line Heroes, an original podcast for Red Hat. And this season, it's all about the hardware. We'll hear the stories behind some iconic machines and the people who dared to create them. I was the kid that always took things apart, took my older sister's toys apart. This is just another bag on the side of the eclipse, a skin job. Nope, this is a whole new
3: machine. The process of passing the tapes around and encouraging and building upon each other's results is really what made the personal computer industry.
2: We're exploring mini computers, mainframes, the first personal computers, floppies, early smartphones, and game consoles. And we're also going to hear how the community ethos that drove those early hardware heroes to build those machines still exists today in the open source hardware movement.
0: The values of sharing are still there. I mean, it's in the entire open source community.
3: The machine, in a way, was kind of a bit character. It was the people who were the real guts of what it was about.
2: I'm Sarang Yatbarik. Join me for an incredible new season of the podcast. And keep on coding. So thank you. And
3: uh, eat your sandwiches. Season four is airing now. Subscribe to Command Line Heroes today, wherever you get your podcasts.
0: The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo.
3: Edited by Adam Carroll. Show notes
0: by Carl Marty. And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production.